At last we will reveal ourselves to the Jedi. At last we will have revenge. Welcome to Radical Squadron Relaunch 2.0. This is episode one of the new series we're doing. Uh, we're relaunching just to get our, our ducks back in a row and make the show more of a content X-Wing focused podcast. Uh, so we're going to launch this off by saying, hey, this is Evan, uh, also known as T70 Bro on the forums. And with me, I've got Pat and Nick. Hey, everybody. Hey, everyone. Let's wrangle so, them ducks. Yeah, right. So here's some new updates we're doing. Um, we're going to be doing every two weeks instead of every week uh, due to the fact that every week we just didn't always have a whole lot to talk about because some months are pretty low on X-Wing news information, what we're doing. We didn't always get to play during the week. Uh, and also, it, we can make that release schedule more consistent due to work and things like that coming up that stop me from getting to edit what I want to do when I want to do it. Um, next new thing is we have a new Discord channel, if you haven't seen that. The Discord uh, is right in our Facebook. Uh, feel free to join our Facebook, and we'll try to get the Discord channel out there. It's public. We do everything from video games, tabletop RPGs, video ga- um, miniatures games, fancy flight games, and even we have a wrestling channel. Anything that people want to talk to, we're in. We're trying to build a community, so you can find people uh, wherever you're located at to find and play games with. Also, it's just to build like like-minded people, get to talk and share information, and hive minds always tend to work out pretty well for the games. The next is uh, check out our Facebook. Um, that's always been there, Radical Squadron. Uh, give that a look. We have uh, we post all the events we're going to, and we'll try to keep up to date. We're going to start trying to make more of a, a calendar so everyone can see where all the places we go to, or even local stuff if you're in an area. And the last bullet point is uh, RadicalSquadron.com. We'll be launching soon. Uh, we had an issue with the last one. Uh, just trying to get to host. We got the hosting up. So we got the, the site name bot. And uh, we'll have a, um, a website out. So you can check. And we'll have the same kind of thing. It'll be like almost like a forum that we can go to. But uh, what do you guys think? I think it's been a long time coming. And uh, this is good. Yeah, I think... This is going to be uh, a good thing. I, uh, you know, Evan and Nick, when we kind of got together and talked about what we wanted to do in 2019, I think all of us agreed that what we really wanted to do is bring the upstate New York gaming community uh, closer together, have it be easier to communicate um, and easier to talk to each other um, over the Internet. And that's kind of uh, this is, yeah. this is our, our attempt to do that. So. Yeah, we're all connected by highways anyways. I mean, we're all like, what, one or two hours away from any furthest point? So Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, uh, Syracuse is... Uh, Rochester is more centrally located, centrally located than we are. Uh, but Syracuse is pretty good, too. Um, all but roads go through Syracuse. <laughs> yeah. 
whether you're in uh, Canada, lower New York, or anything like that, um, we will try to get you into a store, try to get you a good location. We'll even start doing like mini store reviews uh, to let you know kind of what you're walking into when you go to a store. Uh, and we'll try to just make it so even if we're not there, you'll know an event's happening. And if you can make it, that's awesome. Um, so in the Discord, there's a channel for just about anything you want. And if you want a channel for something, let us know and we'll create it. But what I want people to do is uh, let's take um, like the Lord of the Rings miniature uh, channel here. Like if you know an event that's coming up, talk about it, post list, you know, like let each try to make it like a good, like you got a list you want to show, post it in there, talk about it, review it, anything like that. Um, just make that community grow because the most important thing thing you need to play a game with other people to play it with. I think so, anyway. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you you never know. Like, I think the Discord's a good way to get exposure, so maybe you play, um, you know, Kill Team exclusively, but you've always wanted to try Legion, and you can look in the Legion chat, even if you don't really, you know, even if you mute the channel so you don't get alerts from it, you uh, even just to see, you know, oh, hey, you know, there's a, a, a play session going on. Maybe I'll, you know, check in and, uh, and see what's going on. So the Discord is going to be pretty big soon. We're working on it. It's still a lot of growing pains, uh, but we're getting there. Yeah, that stuff really does work because I, someone was, I posted some Lord of the Rings stuff on the 13th Legion page, which is uh, mainly 40K, but encompassing all gaming in uh, Syracuse. And there was uh, some guy just commenting about how, oh, I play Lord of the Rings and this, that, and the other thing. So I checked his Facebook page. And he was a member of one of the groups that we were in. It was like some random Colorado group. I'm like, well, do you know about the American page? Do you know about the Canadian page? Do you know about the British, uh, uh, UK page? He's like, no, those are things. So like the networking like works. <laughs> if you're everywhere, you're going to pick something up. Yeah, so I hope... Uh... Whether it be our Facebook, our website that's coming, or our Discord, you can find some uh, somebody to connect with in there. And I mean, even if it's just sharing lists, if you live on the other side of the country, that's thousand percent okay too. Uh, hive minds always work well. Um, you know, we're no we're no Reddit yet, but uh, the goal is to eventually get to that where you can just find people to play with in a in a good environment. We want it to be Reddit, but you actually like the people who are in Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we want to not feel like... Uh, we don't want to be subreddits. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, Regular uh, reddits is good and pure. <laughs> <laughs> the old days. Allegedly. But, uh, all right, cool. So that's all the new stuff. Uh, we're going to keep posting new information, new things where we're going. Um, down the road, too, we're even talking about maybe uh, some sort of small merch store. Uh, of just like basic like alt cards we can make or tokens. Uh, we got some stuff lined up. Don't forget to it. Uh, but we are thinking about it. We do have future plans, so that's always a positive. But oh, who's who's got a dog? Who's got a dog? Uh, moving on to uh, updates. So we've gotten a couple new articles. Uh, we've gotten the the uh, sorry, I'm trying to click on this. The uh, Separatists um, have an article, more or less, that explains what some of the new ships do. And Grievous looks pretty cool, if I gotta say so. So let me get him pulled up. 
Okay, cool. So Grievous, uh, if you haven't seen yet, he's in uh, I-4. Uh, his, his deal is uh, when you perform a primary attack, if you're not in the defender's firing arc, you may reroll up to two attack dice. With three attack dice, two evade, three hull, and two shield. Thoughts? So, really the big thing for me is that I-4. Um, I really... So I really like what they're trying to do with uh, the Confederacy in general, which is lower PS, more swarms, you know, maybe a swarm and a support chip. But I really feel like that four is going to suffer, especially in hyperspace, where there's going to be Poe, Vader, Kylo, any number of fives and sixes running around. Um, I mean, I, he could get one or two shotted. Honestly, he, he might not even get to shoot. So that that's a problem for me. Um, thematically, I, I don't remember him being a very good or you know an amazing pilot, so I'm okay with that. Um, but I don't think they've announced an I six for um, the CIS. So four or five is probably going to be their limit. Um, his ability, it's just okay. Um, Hampered by his initiative. Again, it's he, the ability itself suffers from being an I four, right? Because other ships are going to get to move after if, you. They're going to get to reposition that after a, you. That type yeah, of thing. That was a five. You'd be good. I think it's uh, you. I don't know. I think you tack his uh, you tack out, out maneuver to him. Use him as like an extreme flanker and just take range three pot shots. Might not be bad. Easy to catch people in a range three arc. Getting that dream one or two, maybe not. I don't. I, yeah, I think you'd have to run him as a flanker. Um, certainly, I depending. It depends on cost, right? Like it has to. It has to be relatively cheap. Where he's, he's. I'd say he's comparable to an X-wing, right? Um, with the, yeah. with that stat line. So if he's, you know, if he's uh, forty to forty-five points. Um, anything more than that is going to be really, really pushing it, especially if you want to attach a six-point talent to him. Also, it depends on what the rest of his upgrade bar will be. That's true. I yeah. know they showed his title. Um, it's I don't remember the name. It's some sort of plating. Uh, I know. Great, uh, great reporting. Pervium plating. Yeah, it's that's mod. it. It's not a title. Uh, it's a but what it does is it. Uh, you get to toss two ship crits. Uh, totally, it's two charges, and each time you take a ship crit, you can toss one. Um, that's pretty powerful, because you can toss direct hits with that. Direct hits, uh, fuel leaks. Yeah, there's a lot of them. And then the other... Let's see what we got here. Uh, Grievous. Uh, Wat Tom... Tambor? Wat Tambor. Uh, while you perform I, a primary attack, you may reroll one attack die for each calculating friendly ship at range one of the defender. I kind of like him better. Uh, he works because I don't think you're going to be paying the. Uh, I think Grievous will come in as a premium with that pilot ability, but this guy's a nice generic. Uh, he plays into the theme that they're trying to push, which is just swarms, and he's going to match well with some of the. Uh, they're not necessarily uniques, uh, but we'll say limited pilots that will be coming up in this article. Yeah, then they show um, 
the last ship they show for that particular uh, chassis is just an autopilot version of the other ones. PS1, same stat line, has calculate instead of focus. Uh, I don't uh, know. There actually you... is there actually is one more, which is my favorite one. There's um, oh, that, Captain, uh, Captain Seer. Yeah. Seer so through I the eyes of the Jedi. Yeah. He, uh, he might be the best out of the pack, actually, just kind of looking at them uh, in a vacuum. What does he do? Because uh, he's not in the article so he, that I... He's oh, an I-2. Um, his ability reads, while a friendly ship at range 0 to 3 performs a primary attack, if the defender is in its bullseye arc, before the neutralize result steps, a friendly ship may spend one calculate to cancel one result. Yes. He is, will also be good with the other type of generics. Yes, yeah, so like I could see him in a bunch of vulture swarm or vulture droids, um, being decent. Uh, only have to you only have to get one or two of those off, and you can do that when you have a, a big swarm of eight ships, right? So yeah, it's um, a big pack, right? Like you'll get someone's going to get a bullseye, right? And because this ability works off to range three, and it doesn't have to be an arc, um, you can literally run him at range three behind the vulture droid and have his ability proc so they don't just snipe him right away, um, which is pretty interesting. That is pretty good. Hmm. I just, I want to fly Grievous, and I want to be a big uh, big old jerk with him and bully people around, but at a four. I don't know. Uh, in hyperspace, I don't think he'll be as bad as uh, expected, but in extended, yeah, forget it. Things like just, shoot your fell and whisper to see him alive. Yeah, I just don't really feel drawn to him in an X-Wing style game because I fly what I see in the movies or I, I tend to or I want to. Um, I don't know. There's something about him being <laughs> in a uh, dogfighting game doesn't draw me in. I mean, he, I mean he, that, that is his ship though, right? Yeah. In the movie. Doesn't he just like park it? I don't remember yeah. if he <laughs> no, he, he parks it and then Obi-Wan Kenobi steals it. <laughs> Man, the the confidence level of some of these uh <laughs> these separatist guys. Uh moving on to some of the vulture droids. Um the precise hunter, uh uh no point of note is it's a three pip, so that means you could have three precise hunters, which is kind of cool. Um also of note, there's a Naboo Starfighter in the picture. Yeah. Leads me to believe that maybe a Naboo Starfighter will come out, which I'm kind of torn on. Uh, I like the look of the ship, but anywhere outside Naboo, the yeah, th- thematically like, doesn't make sense, right? Like, like the Rebellion has arcs and headhunters, like stuff that you would see. But uh, I'm not gonna lie, if Naboo fighters came out, I'd probably fly a couple. Oh, uh, me too, hundred percent. As much as I'm like grumbling, I'm like I'd be grumbling with my custom painted one, you know, like, oh, son of a gun doesn't belong here. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what the thing about it is, just uh, another if, reason to have another Anakin out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, jeez, yeah. <laughs> if he doesn't have a barrel related ability, I'm gonna be very sad. <laughs> That's a cool trick. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I can't field old Anakin and young Anakin. <laughs> while you perform an attack uh, for the precise hunter, while you perform an attack if the defender is in your bullseye you may reroll one blank result so it's built in predator 
Yeah. And that's okay. It, it's good because you can take other people's calculates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's then, okay, especially if you run like three said, of them and kind of fly yeah. them in like a, a hunting group. That might not be bad. Yeah. These no. were and the... Then it, um... Oh, go ahead, Nick. Oh, these were the uh, limiteds that I would say would work good with uh, Watt Tambor because you all fly in, you all calculate. So you get their reroll. Uh, Watt gets his reroll. Because it's uh for every ship that's calculating, Watt gets a reroll, and then if oh, that's true. bullseye, yep. and they get the reroll. Everybody gets a reroll. Yep. Make those two dice count. Uh, what were you saying, Pat? Yeah, and I was gonna say the same thing. Um, but uh, Captain Sear, it works as well there because his, you know, his ability means that the ships want to line up and spread those bullseye arcs as as wide as possible. So. Um, you can really set up kind of bullseye kill boxes with Captain Seer and these type of things as well, which is uh, which is nice. I think they're those are cool. Um, the next one is uh, uh, Hatter Chal prototype. Uh, you can have two of these boys. They're PS one. Uh, after an enemy ship in your bullseye at range zero to two declares another friendly ship as defender, you may perform a calculate or a target lock action. So that's that's interesting because you can get up into a block, and even if you're touching them, uh, like they bump into you, you could still get a target lock out of them for f- yes. flight freezies. I'm also like, if you know that this all flies as a swarm, but it has to be done in a particular swarm. Like you can't just be cheesy and run like ten of these. Yeah, <laughs> like you're gonna have a bunch of ships on the table, but they're all gonna be different things, which I like. Which I think is cool because it adds some variety. So some the reason why I don't like flying swarms sometimes is because it's very one person does something cool and the rest just move and take a focus, right? Like you're not like oh it's how like your seven academies. Yeah, right. Like it's it's not like a bad strategy and it's arguably a good list or uh, a top list I should say, but like it's just uh, and then once Hellrunner dies, you're just. Move your PS1 and take a focus. Hope for the best. But uh, the next ship we got is uh, it's a single. You can only have one of these boy- guys in your list. It's a DFS-081. Uh, while friendly ship at range 0 to 1 defends, it may spend one calculate token to change all crit results to hit results. I think that's pretty okay, too. It, it's yeah. a gods. This will be in every li- confederacy list. Because it stops your vulture droids from being direct hit. Oh yeah, just exploding, right? It, yeah. In period, like you will, like it makes proton torps not guy. hurt so bad. Yeah. Yes, this guy will be mandatory. <laughs> Though I just look at that stat line: two attack, two evade, three hull. Ugh. Hey, they're they're meant to be a lot. I mean, at least mm-hmm. Tie Fighters rely. There is some skill with the pilot. Yeah, you know, we were, you know, we'll, we're talking about points adjustments later in the show, but uh, how many of these do you think you can field? Uh, well, considering that we've never seen an unlimited source, there's always been a restriction on them somehow numerically. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, even these better ones, um, like, with these stat lines, still kind of. Well, yeah, um, but usually if something is, like, limited or restricted, uh, 
the points are a little lower than if you could have more or if if you get what I'm saying usually being making something unique makes it uh, cheaper in games like this cuz like you can only have the one so it's allowed to be cheaper um but i could see them maybe 20 22 20, or, 20 or, or yeah just slightly under obviously a tie fighter yeah not by, not by much cuz right now a tie fighter with a 3 of 8 die is like what like a stealth device is like 6 to 8 points or it's like yeah. six points for a two die ship, I think, right? Yeah. If I doubt, I doubt, I I bet you these won't even have mod slots. Yeah, probably not, because they're supposed to be mass produced, right? Yeah, like, I don't think there'll be any bells and whistles on these. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so a Tie Fighter, maybe a tech slot, got like six to eight points on top of one of these droids because it has the extra evade die, but the rest of the stats are the same. And okay, the fact yeah, that, I I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that they calculate and they don't focus. Puts them at another. I mean, granted, uh, networking is cool. Don't get me wrong; like network connections, where you can share uh, calculates. But yeah, I think somewhere around like twenty points for a base one level one, maybe even lower. What do you think, Pat? I think uh, these could be a little lower. Um, like eighteen. What is maybe? a what is a PS one Tie Fighter? It's twenty three, right? Yeah, twenty four. So. The Academy is twenty four, I believe. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's either 23 or 24. But either way, obviously, you've got to shave some points off. The calculate um, hurts, uh, you know, as opposed to the focus. You've got the ship ability, but that means you've all got to stay pretty close together, um, which can also make you predictable. I'd probably say, like, between 18 and 20 points. And another thing is it will depend on uh the um configuration and whether that is free or whether that costs points to to attach um so if that's oh, the, free, the grappling struts the grappling struts if that's free then they have to basically include the that into the cost of the ship whereas if it's if it costs a couple points then they can make the base chassis cheaper that said this does have an interesting dial yeah it's uh Though the it's one turnaround, folks, one K, two talent rolls, uh, green twos, green twos. It's got it's got green hard twos. Well, it's it's funny because it's got green. Uh, it's got, yeah, it's got green, green two straight, green hard twos, but the two banks are white. And by green, he means blue. If you're Sorry. a new game, it's okay. Uh, Us old school players. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So it's got all of its straights are blue. A minus the five straight, uh, but it does have a five straight, which is pretty crazy. Uh, two hearts are blue, but not two banks. And uh, it looks like it hates banking, but it loves going real hard because it's got yeah, three hearts are are white. Or yeah, but its three banks are red. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. It's a very very interesting dial. It's it's pretty wacky, but uh, the. The configuration that Pat was going talking about is why don't you talk about the configuration, Pat? Um, yeah, no, sorry, let me scroll down to it real quick. So, uh, grappling struts um, is a double sided um, uh, configuration. Um, when they're closed and you have to equip it closed, um, it, it's basically blank, but while you execute a maneuver, uh, if you overlap an obstacle or debris cloud and there are one or fewer other friendly ships, at range zero of that obstacle, 
you may flip this card. So if you do that and flip this card, uh, once the grappling structs are open, uh, you ignore obstacles at range of zero and while you move through them. After you reveal your dial, if you reveal any maneuver other than a two straight, uh, and you are at range zero of an asteroid or debris cloud, you skip your execute maneuver step, remove one stress token, and then if you reveal a left or right maneuver, you rotate your ship 90 degrees. So it almost turns the, it, it actually does turn the ship into a turret. Um, and then in order to get off the, tur- it off the asteroid, you have to do it too straight, essentially. <laughs> so, uh, point of note that I don't even think an ion would move him, would it? No. Uh, well, because after you, uh, yeah, because you don't reveal your maneuver when you. Yeah, yeah, you got it, Nick. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so that's funny. Yep. So you can't even like iron him off the rock. But uh, we were talking about this the other night. If this becomes a thing, uh, seismic charges. Like every list is gonna have seismic charges. <laughs> like, oh, you're not gonna move. I will make you move. <laughs> Well, here's the thing, and this is something that's pretty smart when it comes to hyperspace, is there's only very specific ships. So if, if let's say, the, the Confederacy becomes a big force in the meta, all of a sudden the Resistance Bomber with the Vector Simulator is going to be a real good ship to bring along, right? Because or even like Y-Wings, right? Yeah. Y-Wings um, as well, yeah. Also, keep in mind, though, it specifies asteroid or debris cloud. Once this ship is out, we will also have access to whatever that ion cloud is. Yeah. Yeah. Which, Which I think is. No, yeah. I think that's interesting you brought that up because so there's a new uh, obstacle coming out. Um, but because the ship has that particular ability, it still gives you a reason to bring the old stuff, right? Yeah. Like you playing this will want <laughs> to bring those. Um, if you're worried about facing this, I can see you bringing in the ion clouds. That's really funny. Yeah. Huh. I think it's really cool that they like, you can just camp on a rock and become a turret and just, uh, yeah. watch out to people because it's two attack die and it might even end up your, your arc goes through the turrets so you're giving them an extra evade die anyway, depending on how you land on it. Right. Yeah. So it's just, I think it's just, uh, funny. no, cause you would, you ignore, oh, you ignore it, huh? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that well, would mean they they wouldn't get their defense bonus. I could be wrong. No, because uh, then uh, dash wouldn't work. Like the dash title, like you ignore. But if someone's shooting you, they are giving you the defense bonus because they don't ignore the obstacle. Yeah, yeah, correct. Right. It's like the Kira. So what I yeah, so they'll get wrong. the evade. So you don't get you don't evade. care about it, but they get all the bonuses, right? Yes. They're like little mini dashes. Those jerks. <laughs> but uh, I think, uh, no, I think they're going to be fun. Like, that's. And I mean, like, you get three ships for 40 bucks, uh, yeah. which per ship per dollar is a good deal. The only thing about it is you're probably going to be buying three of these boxes at least. Not necessarily. They uh... might, come ex- they might uh, sell expansions. So well, they are, just, but you want the the ships, right? Just uh, just based on what we've seen so far, the only the the ship you can feel the most off is three. So I'm wondering whether if you wanted to feel those three, you've got this package with the other 
Vulture Droid that's got different um, paint. And then you've got these two. Now, if you want to fly more than that, obviously, um, you'll have to buy a second pack, but that's kind of the case with any ship. I'm, I'm just wondering whether there won't be a generic that has more than three, you know what I mean, on it? Or I wonder whether all of these will be unique. I hope they're limited. I like that idea. Like, I wouldn't mind there being, like, a one PS that you could just have whatever, how many you wanted of, with no ability, just... I think that would be very is. dangerous. If they're cheaper than TIE Fighters, I mean, eventually you're going to get got. Yeah, if I mean, like... Not, if they're not reined in. I mean, with two evade dice, like, as an X-Wing player, you know how easy it is just to take three hits sometimes, though. Yeah, I, I, I have yet to see you take three hits in an X-Wing, Evan. Heroic! <laughs> Always heroic! <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, but it's inside. A, I can see the appeal. To, yeah, Go ahead, I can Nick. see the appeal to uh, other people. I'm probably gonna sit this one out. Uh, probably will be the one faction I do not buy into. It looks cool. Um, I'm just a sucker, and I buy everything for X-wing. Yep. But because uh, I just I I like options, but uh, I'll wait to I wait to see my Kenobi. Yeah, that's true. Uh, inside joke is uh, so this we're getting to we'll get to this a little bit later, but uh, this X wing list I have everyone that's four X wings with heroic more or less, and uh, every time I get heroic roll I scream heroic, and because uh, I'm so jazzed to get blanks, and uh, heroic actually won me a game at a tournament. It won you like every game. <laughs> <laughs> three three blanks into attack went from. Pure agony and disgust to I screamed heroic, picked it up, got two crits, one crit got through, direct hit, got a hawk. Uh, that felt pretty good. Uh, every time I got shot at in a couple of my X-Wings. So my bad dice are finally a benefit, Pat. It's happening. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm re-rolling two blanks into two blanks with my heroic. So yeah, F that noise. <laughs> Pat, Pat, I found my card, Pat, after all these years. It, it it really is your card because uh, over the weekend, uh, I I flew Poe and I just put heroic on there, and every single time, every single time I would roll one evade and one focus or one blank and one focus. That's always and what it is. You'll roll it was, even, it was, yeah. <laughs> even range three obstructed. It'll be three blanks, one focus. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, it, it was weird. I was like, man, paint. I hope I roll all blanks here. <laughs> uh, look at you guys rolling at least decent average dice. How dare you? I wouldn't cons- <laughs> See, it's the fact that you consider three blanks and a focus decent rolls. That's why heroic is made for you. <laughs> I'm like, wow, I got one piece of paint on these dice. Holy cow. <laughs> I'll spend my mod one damage, sir. Let's see you dodge that. <laughs> but uh yeah, no, I'll be uh I'll be flying that for a while. But uh so uh oh go for the new kit real quick, the new uh, store kit. If you haven't heard about that. Um, so they're doing quarterly kits now, kind of like they used to do, uh, but they're bigger kits. They're called uh, Wave Championships. Yeah, I think they're meant and to be I'm... split up over a series of tournaments. Like you're supposed to play that the entire quarter. Like each, you think you're supposed to spread that over the three months. Sure, uh, but As we... everyone just kind of got the entire kit all at once. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that. 
Like, here's four copies of that unique pilot. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I think it's cool that uh, uh, we all got those full quick build cards. They look beautiful. Those. Yeah, I didn't out. know you. I'm like, why do I have three scorches? I didn't know you could turn it around and have a blue squadron pilot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we got Blackout, Foreman, Proach, and uh, Green Sunel, the A Wing. So the thing about these is they can't be played in a tournament, but they're made for the threat threat rating. So you can just pop this down and use it as a threat card, which is real cool. Um, they had force tokens, metal force tokens that were cool. Uh, full full art heroic. Man, it's almost like they knew. <laughs> but uh, and some other cool stuff. But check it out. Um, the new wave kits. I th- I think these prize kits are getting better after the old ones we used to have. Uh yeah. I mean, there's a lot more effort put into, at least. I mean, yeah, so, like, even even if he didn't, like, when we went to this Jupiter Games, the we're getting to that in a minute, too. Um, even if he didn't give out the whole kit, like, just because he was being a real cool guy and just we're all hanging out, having a good time. Um, even if he gave out just, like, what everyone was supposed to get, like, one, like, we got way more stuff than you normally do. Right? Yeah, like, every round we were getting, like, two cards. And that's super awesome. Like, because the old one you got like your participation card, and then the top three got either tokens or an alt chip. And yeah, I mean, that was fine. Uh, but just to like, even if you lose now, you walk away with a bunch of stuff. And yeah, I feel that like used that, to be the appeal to tournaments back in the day, yeah, right? Like, because like I would I look into going now, and even if I don't win, uh, or I get the top anything, like I walk away with like so many cool cards that it was worth it just to go and hang out for the day. So I'm really, I'm really down with that. I think that's really cool. Um, I'm not really a huge fan of the, uh, the range rulers. No, they're solid cream. Color. Yeah, I don't, don't like them. But uh, I mean, heck, if I want them, I'd, I'd think I'd probably change my mind. Still on a that, point right? of pride. Yeah, right. Them, them bomb tokens, though. Oh, sorry. Like, I don't even. Yeah, I don't even use them. It's just, it's a cool looking, like the just neon blue. Like it just looks cool. Yeah, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the bombs from uh, the movie, right? Like seismic charges yeah. in the movie are these world-shaping, catastrophic events, and in the next one, it's like, please take one damage. The best sound <laughs> effect in Star Wars. Wham. <laughs> okay, uh, next new new uh, segment we're going to do is called uh, Store Spotlight. Uh, in this, we're going to spotlight a store that we've been to um, and talk about thoughts so when if you're going to go to it um we'll actually have this in the notes for the podcast episode so if you want to hear about a particular story you can go listen to an episode and then hear what we have to say about it uh and then you know you can you can know what you're walking into uh this week unfortunately for pat pat will do uh uh just games next week uh so we can we can get you in on this uh we went to jupiter games for a change we haven't been there before at least i haven't and, I've been there once. And so uh, let's go over. So, Nick, give me a rundown on your thoughts for uh, store placement. <laughs> um, Honestly. In layman's terms, uh, picture a well-established gaming store, not a comic store, an actual gaming store with all of the space you could ever possibly need and then put that in a location that reminds you of downtown Detroit. 
Yeah. Uh, so I, I agree with Nick here. Um, the store, uh, we'll get into quality in a minute. Uh, but the location is, it's just a town, man. It is in a real rough area. I did not feel comfortable I mean, even have my locked car there. I mean, it could literally just be aesthetics. It's not like we walked around and performed on the street interviews, but yeah. visually, it's kind we of weren't sketch. in Kansas anymore. Yeah, no, it's it's kind of super sketch. Uh, even we've had some one of our guys who went out and had smoke was met some interesting, colorful characters on the uh, while I was outside. So. I do remember when um, we told the TO that uh, our buddy Connor went across the street. The look on his face is like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, so w- a little rough. Um, food access. There was food across the street, and they did have uh, drinks and snacks for sale inside. Uh, so it's not the worst. It was, it was fine. Yeah. One of the guys that worked at the store, he's like, hey, guys, I brought, like, what was it, cookies or something? Yeah. I didn't even Here, I brought you stuff for your tournament. Thanks. That's <laughs> so that was pretty cool. So food's good enough. Like there's a little uh place where you can get sandwiches across the road. Um, but they yeah. do have like drinks and um uh, snacks available, so you're not gonna be uh stuck in a store with nothing. Um yeah. is it easy to find? Uh Google brought us there. Um the only point of note is the the parking's the in, the, in back. the back. Yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, drive around, there's a couple inches back there, but when you drive to the front of the store. Um, do not park on the street. At least I don't recommend that. Uh, park behind the store. There's looks like plenty of parking back there. Yeah. Um, that's all I got to really say about that. But the yeah. quality of the store, uh, Nick, why don't you start? You said oh, you mentioned oh. it earlier, but yeah, it's like everything. It's well stocked, well lit. Everything is segmented perfectly. Like you could, there's no like rows or aisles. It's literally just. Uh, on the walls, so you could you can just stand in one space and spin and see where everything is. Um, with the uh, the cashier, there's kind of like in the center of it all, and then there's two ways down. There's like a back hall that, that I didn't know led to stairs, but there's a like a spiral staircase that goes down into a play area. That's I mean, it's got to be. Like it's bigger than the upstairs. It felt yeah. right. It's at least the size of the store underneath too, which is pretty huge. Yeah, I think it goes into the parking lot underneath a little bit. So when you first walk in, um, you just see the store and you don't see the stairs quite to the right. I mean, they're pretty obvious once you see them, but you're like, well, yeah, where do you where do you play here? Uh, and then you walk down instead of like a uh, spiral staircase down, and you enter this huge play area that's also well lit and clean. Uh, yeah. bathrooms are easy and they're clean. Uh, like, easy to get to. Um, those deserve their own mention because anyone who's done this gaming circuit knows that comic book store bathrooms aren't always up to snuff also those were some of the cleanest well-stocked sanitary bathrooms and they had two of them yeah so that's uh i know it's a weird point of note but man if you're playing x-wing or a game for like eight hours in that one store uh you're gonna need it <laughs> yeah there are some stores where a they're terrible uh or b they don't have them so it's it's just well getting that advice ahead of time so when if you if there's two stores you're looking between going to and one has things we recommend going to and one has does not uh, i hope this these segments will let you make the correct choice uh for yourself to go to a quality store uh 
and again, we're not putting down stores. That's not the point. Uh, but the point is to highlight stores uh, because games like X-Wing or anything else we play uh, really thrive on building that community in-store. And it's the, the stores that do it correctly should be rewarded, right? Correct. Like, that have, like, this store, like, if it wasn't for the location, really, I'd give it, like, top marks. Uh, but you can't really control your location sometimes. So I won't... Yeah, I mean... I won't, like... what they can afford. Yeah, I won't say, like, well, you know, the store is great, but... Mark's and it's like, not like it's knocking them down from, like, a 10 to a 3. Like, no, 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 no. I'd no, only no. peg it down a couple of points. No, but uh, overall, uh, super great store. Um, I'm hoping we can do some more uh, uh, stuff with them. I'm excited to go back from Syracuse. It's only about an hour and 20 minutes. Give or take. Which isn't too bad. Uh, But no, great store, clean, awesome. Uh, Staff was cool. Uh, We had the whole kit. They were running a key. They had enough room to run like eight of us playing X-Wing, plus people playing Warhammer, plus people playing like a 20-man Keyforge event. They still had more area. So they had plenty of room under stairs. And that's that's also important because sometimes you'll be in a store that has everything great, but the space really sucks. Yeah, they uh, had about thirty to forty feet of just unused terrain. That's not even yeah. what's on. That's not including what was already on the tables. Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. insane. So they had a. It was really great. The uh, Jupiter Games top marks for us. Um, just uh, if you go, uh, keep in mind that just park in the back. Maybe bring a sandwich. They do have a place across the street, but uh, you know, just stuff like that. Just bring some snacks. They have stuff there, but they have drinks. So you're okay there. So overall, good store though, very good store, and we'll have a link to the, the Facebook page for the store in the show notes, so you can click and take a look at their events when they're coming up, and maybe we'll meet you there. So next next event is uh, what lists are we currently flying, and we're gonna have an A and a B here. So A because hyperspace is gonna become the new rage, whether or not you like it. Uh, we'll have a hyperspace list, and we'll have an extended list. Um, now, these lists can cross over. My one uh, list I'm playing does both, uh, but I did make two separate lists uh, just just for the, the hay of it. Uh, hey, Pat, since we just talked for like 15 minutes about something you didn't get to jump in on, why don't you start? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I've got um, really I'm focused on hyperspace lists. Um, the convenient thing about the new factions is everything except one card is hyperspace legal um so all of the resistance of first order squads i've been trying out lately are both extended and hyperspace legal um so that is nice for people getting into those factions uh over the weekend i flew a uh poe an edon which is a resistance bomber or i guess they call start fortresses now and I flew an A-Wing as well, um, which was Lulo. Um, and that, uh, that was pretty fun to fly. Um, bomber runs around double tapping um, with Veteran Tail Gunner. Um, it can also drop bombs, uh, mines, I should say, after it moves, which is really, really devastating. It basically means if you joust this thing, you're, you're, you're going to get bombed um, by, by the ship. Uh, after it moves, which is fantastic. And then I, I, I've been flying Poe, kind of budget Poe with just R4 and like heroic and, and the title, and that's pretty much it. So uh, that's what I've been flying so far as um, extended and hyperspace goes. But uh, really, the, 
the list I've been flying uh, to practice for uh, a system open um, has been a rebel list, actually. And that rebel list uh, has Wedge Antilles in it uh, and Big Starlighter, Big Darklighter as well. Um, so um, those both have crack shots, or I'm sorry, a Wedge has crack shot, and they both have the S foils. Uh, and then the other two ships to round out the list are a Red Squadron Veteran X Wing uh, with Selfless, and then Magva Varro in the U Wing, uh, also with Selfless. Um, and essentially the squad is um, spread as much damage around as possible, let Wedge uh, get his ability off as many times as possible, um, and, you know, shoot things down at the PS6, um, and then kind of just win the damage race against uh, my opponents. It's worked out pretty well so far. Um, normally, if Biggs goes down too quickly, um, like if I get unlucky and they don't roll any crits, uh, then the squad can start to uh, to suffer um, pretty badly, but it's a it's a great answer to uh, proton torpedoes because you can take those crits away. Uh, and Magva only allows ships to reroll one attack dice, um, so it's a great answer to proton torpedoes, uh, which I assume, even if they go up in price, will still be uh, still be very good. So that's what I've been flying. Nice. Um, I do like the fact that you're really uh, dipping into that rebel uh, specific card selflessness. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it's funny. It's um, and it, uh, maybe they did this on purpose, but heroic and selfless kind of feel like um, they do similar things in different ways, and the factions are also they're very similar, right? They have a lot of the same type of uh, ships, just more advanced. Um, so you know, selfless spreads the damage around. Heroic can possibly just prevent the damage from happening to that ship. Um, but I really feel like there's, you know, and there's a lot of people saying, oh, Rebels are the worst faction. They're not good enough. And as someone who started out as a Rebel player, I'm really, <laughs> uh, I want to take up that challenge and, and kind of prove, uh, prove people wrong. So um, I think the list is solid, um, but uh, it is a list where if you, if you make a mistake, it can fall apart real quick. Um, so you've got to be really careful to uh, to keep those formations tight and 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 make sure you don't get uh, outflanked. That's fair. I think it's easy. So metas are weird right now, right? So people come up with a good list. Uh, everyone will hail it as the best list. And by people, I mean a couple particular people. It's usually the same people uh, finding out these these are good lists, albeit, but then everybody starts playing it, right? So yeah, everyone views them as a vacuum. They don't realize that like the rock, paper, scissors concept is starting to come back. Oh, very much so. Like if a swarm will beat just about anything until a bomb shows up. Yeah. And then that's then that's curtains, right? But a bomb list may not deal with uh like a, a triple Aces. ace list that well. Yeah. <laughs> and that's good. It's so delicious that that's finally coming back. So you know, like the big list right now, like is like double tap dash or aces of legend. Uh, but like the damage spread on dash, like if you go against the dash list, he's gonna be kind of upset because he can't like melt something. Yeah, uh, don't have dash like, against tie swarm. Uh, yeah. probably gonna have a rough day because it can't kill everything. <laughs> yeah, so it's. I think that's pretty a good sign for the game, but uh, no, your lists I like. I might change this list to maybe just uh, 
just what we're flying like for hyperspace because uh, extended pretty much anything I fly in extended hyperspace legal. So Same. yeah, we'll we'll work on this. But uh, I made two lists just just to have here. Um, but Nick, why don't you go next? Um, well, I'm kind of uh, as soon as resistance dropped, I just jumped right in. I told everyone as soon as I could fly Poe again, I was going to fly Poe, and I did it. I haven't looked back. I've tried it a couple different things, but what I settled on, kind of what I flew, uh, kind of a mix of what I flew over the weekend. Uh, I have Poe just because pretty much every list I'm going to have is going to have Poe, and it was extended, so I had him with debris gambit, which is amazing on Poe, if only for the fact that as long as you do your evade action as your push action, it will always be white. Because the wording on Debris Gambit is uh, if you were to perform a red evade action in your range one of a obstacle, you treat it as white. So it doesn't matter if it's red on the card or you're using Poe's ability to make it red. The card overruns that and makes it white so you're never stressed if you don't want to be um barring that he does have r4 i mean i want to make bb8 work it's just he's a lot of points i have r4 on him i have the black one title and i uh gave him proton torpedoes just because that is it is a strong opening move uh and being able to double mod with poe is uh strong pairing him up i have uh uh, Tali, Lintra, the A-wing. She's kind of gone back and forth, and uh, you, I don't. You might like this uh, idea I ha I have with him, uh, her Pat. I took off heroic, uh, just because I'm not Evan, and it Fair. never procs for me. Uh, I gave her Predator and Daredevil, um, with advanced optics. I like Daredevil on these A-wings because after you perform your action. You can do a boost action, but it's red anyways. Uh, and Daredevil is a red hard one boost. So it just opens up her options. And since Predator and her ability want you to be in uh, Bullseye Arc, it's just an easy way to make those cards proc. And with advanced optics, you're essentially just focusing boosting every turn. And between the advanced optics... Uh, Predator and just the odds of 50-50, she should hit two or more times a turn. Um, and considering that you have Poe in another ship, she might not necessarily be the target, so she can kind of sneak in there and do some nice, dirty little tricks. And she's cheap, too. That's only a 44-point build. And I uh, third ship is uh, Snap Wexley. Uh, Evan was telling me about this. Someone came up with this on the Discord, uh, and I took it, so Discord channel guys already paying off. Keep an eye out. Sometimes you'll see something you didn't even think of. But I have Snap Wexley with Composure. Uh, never even thought about this. Snap Wexley, if you do a uh, two, three, or four maneuver, uh, you get a free boost. So you intentionally boost into an obstacle, another ship, uh, anything. You fail. You get your focus. Then you get to take your action. So you can take a target lock because he also has proton torpedoes. So you have Poe and Snap, double mods. You have Tali sneaking up in there, uh, causing some flanking maneuvers. And it's only 193. So you have a seven-point bid, which I think is a pretty strong – I'm going to have to test it out, but I kind of like this idea. 
Now it's extended because uh, uh, debris gamut's not allowed in hyperspace. So to make it a uh, hyperspace legal, I was thinking on Poe either swarm tactics or Daredevil on Poe. Was wondering what your guys' thoughts on that were. I mean, um, swarm tactics on Poe is always swarm tactics on any I six is amazing, right? As yeah, stated by Wedge, it lets your uh, torpedoes both shoot at a six if you pick a snap. I mean, that's almost as good as like a double tap. Uh, you know, double step dash at two sevens, right? Yeah. So, I don't see a problem with it. Um, it's you're going to go in for an alpha, and you really just hope you get. So you, so the strategy would be go in, uh, boost fail with snap, get a focus from composure, uh, then as your action, action. take a target lock, and then both of your ships will have a double modded, uh, double modded torp on somebody, right? As long think, as you can set it up to be consistent, uh, you're gonna have to practice it a lot, though. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because I would, yeah. if knowing that that's coming, I would never fly through rocks. I would just make you come to me on the outside, right? Well, see, that's the thing. Um, you could either set up Tali or Poe just slightly ahead and just boost into your own guys. What's uh, what's Snap's PS? He's a four. Okay, so you're so gonna have mean... to think ahead a little bit. Yeah, uh, Poe. Like Poe would have to open opening manu- uh, maneuver. Poe would have to go like a a straight three, and Snap would have to like hard two in. So like huh. next turn he can go a one boost right fail into Poe, and then Poe goes one and keeps that distance, you know, together. I think I think the problem with this idea of kind of the double tapping protons is snap at a four is not going to be able to get the target lock on those fives and sixes. So that is going to be a possible issue for him. Um, I would feel more comfortable if we, if uh, someone like Elower or uh, Nim was, um, was in there, but I, I don't know whether that would uh, make the points not quite work for you. That's what I tried initially. Um, they're more expensive. They don't get the double mods because they only get one action. There's no way to push, t- um, except for um, Pattern Analyzer in the end, which is very expensive if you want to do it with torpedoes and doesn't really mesh with Nien unless you're yeah. unless you're like four king behind someone to target lock one of their wingmen that isn't range one. Or you switch to that uh, the advanced proton torpedoes, maybe. Maybe, but then you're only getting one extra, and then it's bull. That bullseye arc kills it. Is it bullseye arc only for advanced proton? Oh wait, no. I was thinking of proton no. rockets. Because um, you could uh, like 4K behind them, pattern analyzer, get your free actions like focus. Yeah, he can. Folk, he can get focused on okay so that would, but it, it's also only one shot that's what also kind of yeah and if you bites. blow it it feels bad but if it goes well then you're gonna be happy kinda, about it right that that would be a good idea if they go down because that's six points for a, a single use item six isn't I mean and in, in like one point of terms that would have been like a three point right well yeah but man, we're not in <laughs> one point although. 
So we're not, I, but it's the same retro, point. Retroactive, like, uh, like retrofitting points, isn't always necessarily the same. Um, but I would almost like proton rockets would. Proton rockets are better than proton advanced proton torpedoes because at least I mean it's bullseye, but you get that range too, at least. Um, uh, six. What are they? Advanced protons are six points. I advanced protons yeah. are six, I believe. Uh, proton rockets are seven. Proton rockets are seven. I Correct. know that yep. much. Um, potentially they don't have the auto. Wait, they do in this edition. Do advanced proton torpedoes mod to a crit? Uh, they do, I believe. I mean, I got the squad builder up. Uh, I've never used them. Hard point, torpedo, advanced protons. <laughs> yeah, change one hit to a crit. Hmm. So maybe on the end specifically, advanced proton torpedoes would be good. Um, I definitely want to give this list a try. Um, because uh, I like I've been telling Evan, uh, I got Poe where I want him, and I'm really liking this Tali. Uh, she's my go-to A-wing. It's just, what the heck is that third ship going to be? <laughs> it's uh, snapped my flavor of the week. Yeah, I mean, like, the snap composure seems pretty okay, because there's going to be times when you get into range one and you're happy there, and being able to, like, boost, get a focus, and get a target lock doesn't seem doesn't sound yeah. bad. You could use him to fake out, like, oh, I go 3-4, and I'm going to joust you. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yeah, uh, I think that's, uh, I mean, I think that's interesting at least. Right. Yeah. People Plus, whenever I, coming. Yeah. Plus, whenever I fly snap, I end up uh, singing the Flash Gordon theme song. There you go. I just, re- I just replace replace Flash with snap. <laughs> Perfect. Snap. Oh. Ah! <laughs> See, it's you can't not do it. So uh, on my my list is my my extended list is the same thing as my hyperspace list, but I made a hyperspace another just hyperspace specific list just to to have it. It's uh, three Red Squadron experts with Heroic and the, the configuration. And then uh, Joff Sea Striker uh, with Heroic and the integration. They're all PS3. Um, I was running two PS3s and two PS4s are generic, and I realized that the fours didn't really matter. Because uh, most if you're running an ace list, it's like five and sixes. So it's just, all right, <laughs> like I'm going to go and last anyway. But uh, with this, I like it because when I fly... So Pat brought up a good point. Why don't you use Jess Pava? Because that one, that one, uh, the one charge a turn she can do to reroll as many dice as this friendlies next to her is super powerful. Uh, but I do run them in a formation normally. But there are going to be times when I don't want to do that. So against like um, a high ace list, I may just spread them all out and try to get as many arcs as I can. Uh, and at that point, Jess Jess's ability to get the rerolls gets lower. Whereas uh, the Sea Strikers, where he gets hit, uh, loses a shield, gets an evade. Um, I may only get to use it once, but at least it's one less damage. Like, he takes one less than he would have before. That's my thought on it, anyway. Yeah, yeah, he's old-school red leader. Yeah. I think that makes sense. Like, I, I, I can see, we can both see the cases for both yeah, sure. Sea Striker and, and Jess. My four of T70 list solves that problem by just having them both. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I can see my only problem with Sea Striker is he doesn't provide an incentive to target him. Um, and whereas Jess definitely does, um, at least in my list. Um, so I, I think I just prefer 
Jess because if they don't shoot her, then all of a sudden she's double modded until they do. Um, yeah. If they do shoot her, she's got those a reroll and a focus every time, which is strictly better than having an EPT for heroic. No, sure. If well, it's strictly better as long as she only gets shot at once, right? Uh, I would say even if she's getting shot at three times, I, I listen. Uh, heroic, I, heroic is good for you because legitimately your dice must be cursed. But I use <laughs> well, it. I mean, twice, literally, you know, if you're like talking about it, like no, it might not work. But heroic has the chance. Whereas Jess is literally only once if you don't give her a droid. So, I mean, you're both right. I, I agree. <laughs> no, but, uh, and also, yeah. I would, I would, offense. in the long run, I would rather have multiple heroics than one Jess reroll. Once you start giving her upgrades, that's a different story. Uh, Jess is better on offense. No, no doubt about that. Because she can reroll three. So if you roll three blanks, she does get a heroic more or less, right? Or you can use it to reroll right. two bad ones. Um, right. But uh, uh, I used to run four X wings with Jess when Jess was stupid, like stupid amazing. Like, oh, there's three guys running, I get free rerolls forever. You're never killing me, um, and that was really great. And I've also run four X wings with heavy laser cannon. Uh, that didn't work out so great, uh, just because it's I didn't Both have any. Are easy to dodge. They're easy to dodge, and uh, honestly, like it's really easy to roll two blanks on an X wing. For defense die, uh, for me anyway, um, and heroic least like the whether or not heroic is a good card is debatable. But I'll tell you one thing: when I roll two blanks, I don't feel the pit of despair in my stomach. Like at least there's like a chance for a reroll, uh, and even if it comes up blank again, at least I know I got to try to fix it. Uh, heroic does not care if I'm stressed. Uh, heroic is every time I'm shot at. Uh, heroic is even on attack. Uh, it's probably my new favorite one point EPT, and I know that doesn't seem like a big deal, but like trick shot was pretty awesome, and so is crack shot. But I think to me, I, I like yeah. it because I roll so many blanks sometimes. I know it's a bell curve, and everyone says they roll bad and this and that, but seriously, uh, I get people who are feel bad for me when I play them. Uh, because I don't know, maybe I just got loaded incorrect dice, right? Like the bubbles are on the wrong side from the fancy flight manufacturer. Uh, and I even, or it's just me, I don't know. But I like it because when I roll three blanks with on attack, which happens more than I like it to, or two on defense, I don't get that feels bad. I get that like, oh, well, okay, cool. I get to do something. Uh, and I know that doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense, but it goes from a pretty negative play experience to just rolling no evades and feeling real bad about it to uh, just getting a chance to fix it. And that makes it way more interesting for me to play. Yeah. You, uh, when you roll, whether you notice or not, everything works or everything fails and heroic just is both of those. Like I have seen you roll blanks into natties too many times. Like I believe you are a wizard. Um, it's you like, have used all of your karma to get these dice, so ride this wave because <laughs> the house of cards is going to come crashing down. You can't make me roll good and dice, Pat and you I can't will do it. You go, I told you so. <laughs> you can't make me roll average, I won't do it. 
I, I think I think the thing is, and my thought on it is, if I'm going to run the T70s, I want to run them aggressive. And if I want to run uh, defensive X-Wings, I'm going to run uh, Rebellion. Um, yeah. So for yeah. me, it's all about damage output. So Jess, like, like we've mentioned, can get those double mods um, in a four-up list. And um, the Lieutenant, what's his name? Lieutenant Beeston? Yeah. Uh, I believe is his name, and he can get a target lock on a ship at range 1 to 2 when it takes a damage card. Um, so in a 4 T-70 list, he's good as well, because he, if he's the last one to shoot, um, there's very likely he'll end up with a focus target lock. So for me, my preference is to go um, is to go offensive. But so far as heroic goes, I think, I think it's definitely, I've come around on it, it's definitely worth one point. But I think the thing we have to remember is it's it's a statistics game. So there's going to be times where, and this happened to be a lot over the weekend because I did put Heroic on Poe, uh, where you roll one focus and one blank multiple times. Or, you know, when I'm at range three, two, two blanks, one focus. Um, and then all of a sudden, you know, Heroic feels even though it, it's not the reason you rolled that, I don't know why, but it feels extra bad when you roll that. So it almost like just changes the threshold of like, oh man, that sucks. I needed one more blank. <laughs> you know what's funny is because I'm so used to rolling like nothing that even if I get one focus, I'm like, boo yeah, spend a focus, take one less damage. So even <laughs> when I get those average rolls, I feel pretty good about it. I guess uh, <laughs> some of us just don't roll as good as you, Pat. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, I rolled. I rolled horrible over the weekend. Yeah, Man, well, you, I'm Pat? still haunted by our Just Games game. So, <laughs> <laughs> look, you tried to do a town roll with Poe. I caught you, and then he got uh, he got the clubbins. Four four no names gave him the business. No, I was talking about that game against Pat, where he literally rolled twenty nine. Out of thirty evades, the only damage he took was when he voluntarily didn't spend a folk, uh, evade token. <laughs> like every die, not not like oh he spent a focus to evade. Twenty nine natural evades. I melted Poe and couldn't kill his tally one game. With three ships, range one with mods every turn, couldn't kill. Tell us it. how you really think about it. I want to burn his dice in a ritual suicide. Okay, there you go. I can I can confirm that I did not roll twenty nine evades in a row. <laughs> it was twenty six. Yeah, no, it was it was. I think it was uh, it was like thirteen out of fifteen or something like that. It yeah, was crazy. it was the percentages was just dumb. <laughs> yeah, I do have uh, one more list for uh, hyperspace only as well. Um, I just kind of slapped this together. I was kind of looking at the shelf what they had to buy in the store. And I thought, well, what if I walked into the store and bought everything, one of everything he had, in this case, three mining guild ties, and what could I do with it? Uh, so I took Boba Fett. I gave him Fearless, Seismic Charges, uh, Kira, Marauder, Han Solo, and Shield Upgrade. Um, I thought with Kira, it would be interesting to target lock a rock, then like blow past it if you're trying to escape. Or... Uh, like if you're gonna end up landing on it, like why not? Sometimes you just lock to uh and you miss just to get a range and you lock a rock yeah. and just be able to ride over it. And then uh 
three mining guild ties. I took uh, Ahav. The uh, if you're attacking a ship larger than you, roll one additional attack die. I gave him Predator. I took Overseer Overseer Yushin. Uh, before a friendly ship at range one would gain a disarm token, that ship is not stressed. You may take one. You may spend your charge. They gain a stress instead. And I took a Foreman Poach. Uh, before you engage, you may change. Uh, you may choose one enemy ship in your bullseye arc, range one to two, and gain one disarm. If you do, that ship gains the tractor token. Uh, I thought those would be pretty fun. Uh, so you have like a little tie swarm, and then Boba Fett, who's just doing his own thing. Uh, Han Solo and Marauder Crew are always pretty good. Um, we'll probably talk about this next week because we're we're low on time here about points adjustments, and I'll be right before they come out, or maybe right after. So maybe we'll have some. Uh, I believe it'll be the day of, so perfect timing. So here's what I'll have you guys do. Your homework is to uh, make a list of maybe like top five things you'll see change and then do a before what you think the points are going to be. And then when they release, we can see how close you were. I like that. That's a good idea. And then we can just kind of like, you know, it's kind of like an over under Uh, crates do it better than we could for the, like all the different crazy stuff they do. But I think that'd be fun. Right. So like mine's probably going to be, uh, like Punishers, Jump Masters, Proton Torpedo. Not Jump Masters, Jump Masters. Uh, no. It can't hurt you anymore, Evan. <laughs> yes, it can. Uh, uh, quad Jumpers. I just heard Jump, and I want to say the uh, name. Any, anything with Jump in the name is just, <laughs> just going to haunt you. Yeah, because it's the 28th, right? Yeah. Yeah, that would be the day of our next cast. So, yep. So, Pants yeah, up. we'll do that. That'll be the homework is uh, uh, give me five top five of each, and then we can go through the points. I can, we can even talk a whole cast about that, right? That's easy. easily. Uh, but that's come list. This looked interesting. I don't think I'd play it, uh, but if if you walked into a store and uh, had to buy what was on the shelf, let's say you all your luggage got stolen and you went to a, you know, a store championship and uh, you had to buy something and play it immediately and you, assuming like damage deck and all that were taken care of by a friendly a friendly player, uh, you could probably play that and do all right. But uh, all right, folks. So this is the wrap-up of our first new Radical Squadron 2.0. Uh, we'll be doing this bi-weekly now. Uh, and we're going to be putting a poll up soon of what yet to be decided. Uh, but we'll have it up and it'll give us something to uh, get the community involved. And we'll see what, where this goes. So this is uh, uh, T70Bro signing off. Everyone, stay rad. Bye, everyone. See ya.